1957, members of a Thailand monastery were put in charge of moving a large clay statue of Buddha to a new location. As the crane lifted the statue, the weight was so great that the statue began to crack. Worse yet, it started to rain. In fear of seriously damaging the Buddha, they lowered it, placed a tarp over it, and decided to continue the following morning. That night, while one of the monks was inspecting the statue with a flashlight, he noticed a reflection shining from the crack that was forming in the clay. Out of his curiosity, he retrieved a hammer and chisel and started chipping away. Finally, after much of the clay had been removed, he realized that it was not a clay statue at all, but rather a large, solid gold Buddha. Many historians believe that several hundred years earlier, the Thai monks had covered the Golden Buddha with clay in an effort to disguise it from the Burmese army. A battle ensued, and consequently the Thai monks were all destroyed, and it wasn't until 1957 that the true nature of the Buddha was discovered. Today, the Golden Buddha rests in a temple in Thailand, open for the public to see. Like the Buddha, we all have great potential and untold wealth within, yet due to the battles of life, we too can find it difficult to see beyond our own layers of clay. Some years ago, Converse, the athletic shoe company, promoted this ad, Champions are born and then unmade. The ad implied the innate greatness we possess the moment we came out of the womb that would soon be replaced with limitations and defeat. We were born to win, yet soon we are conditioned and programmed to lose. Starting in childhood, conditioning is a gradual yet consistent and relentless progression. Did you know that the average fourth grader has heard the words, No, you can't do that over 70,000 times? Unfortunately, for many, this is just the beginning of the destructive conditioning that will be pounded into their heads for years to come. Maybe you have already experienced this conditioning in your own life. For example, if you were asked a question in your class and gave the wrong answer, maybe that day you decided, I'm never going to raise my hand again. I can certainly remember in grade school the teacher asking for a volunteer to spell the word they. I knew I could spell it. I was sure I could. So I raised my hand high and confidently, waving my hand to get the teacher's attention. She called on me and I spelled it T-H-A. Why? Waiting for my teacher to say, you're correct. She instead said, you're wrong. Now that might not seem like a real big thing to you, but for me, it was shattering. Not only was it the words she used, but also it was the way she said you were wrong that caused the rest of the class to laugh at me. I was embarrassed. I wanted to climb into a corner somewhere and hide. From that time forward, coupled with other situations, I chose not to speak up in class. I quickly learned that it was easier and safer not to say anything at all. Buckminster Fuller put it this way, All children are born geniuses. 9,999 out of every 10,000 are swiftly, inadvertently, de-geniusized by grown-ups. Even as we get older, we make settlements, settling for less than our true potential, as a result of what somebody did or said. Maybe we had the goal, and out of our excitement, we shared the goal with someone that we admired, only to hear them say, you're going to do what? You can't do that. You've never done something like that before. You don't have the education, the money, the talent. Besides, you're too young. They questioned our abilities, and in that vulnerable moment, we believed them. Therefore, you must be careful what you allow into your mind and accept as reality. In his book, Love and Awakening, John Wellwood uses the analogy of a castle to illustrate this conditioning process.
If you are not aware or prepared, this scenario I'm about to explain could happen to you. Imagine yourself being a magnificent castle with thousands of rooms. Each room is elegant, even perfect. You love each room for its uniqueness, how magnificent it is, and for its character. Then imagine one day someone coming into one of your rooms and boldly telling you that the room was ugly, worthless, or unacceptable. Consequently, out of your need to be loved and accepted, you found yourself closing off the room from the rest of the world. Then imagine if everyone else who entered your castle over a period of time also thought that many of your rooms were imperfect and needed to be changed to their liking. One after another, slowly and systematically, imagine each door being closed. Eventually, you realize that by closing off these parts of you, your castle, your dreams, that it actually started making you feel safe. Soon, you found yourself living in a castle with thousands of rooms, occupying one or two. In this book are the tools that will prevent this from happening to you. If applied, the next few pages will put you in the driver's seat towards success. Far too many of us are guided by the limiting belief that high achievers...